alive. What's going on? Hey, this your boy Mo Blank, aka the Mo Blank Baby, aka Blank Blank for short. You're listening to the Cloud Cafe podcast, and this is episode 22. 22. 22. I actually got a guest on the line here, man. This is Akil Spears. This is Dr. Sebi Disciple. This is, you know, the man of medicine himself, all right? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Okay. What's up? What's up? Gonna talk about you know what he does for a living and his passion, and we also gonna get into some regular day topics. So first of all, tell me, I mean, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, you know. Uh, out here in Florida, enjoying the weather, you know. So it's been good. School's been good. Uh, just chilling, you know. Not much. Relaxing. All right, so I'm in school studying human performance, uh, grad school. My main goal with that is to like further my education and become eventually a doctor in sports. You know, to help out athletes like myself, just looking to maintain proper health across all borders. Trying to learn the nutritional side. Uh, both medicine and non-medical and then yeah that's it honestly all right well, well tell me how you got into that like what was your what draw you to wanted to do that in your life so growing up always been close to sports uh have uncles that played for like the national team and stuff so sports has been a big thing for me, you know, cousins swimming, sisters a swimmer, ran, track. So we have we covered sports across different boards. Cousins that played rugby. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's harder. <laughs> no pads, nothing. So you know, bro, you lose a lot. <laughs> of course, the kid, he's you know, he's a, a double sports. Type of dude, the soccer, track. There's there's something in, in track that you, you probably you probably heard about today, which is actually crazy. I have a, a question about you, but um, the question to ask you about. But uh, other than that, man, uh, so so you you got into the passion because you just yeah, just growing up around sports, you know, and being around a lot. I had injuries myself, being around people that have been injured. For me, it's like, you know, rehab is something a lot of athletes don't really, are not really taking much interest in. It's like, okay, I have my accomplishments, let me get to them. And it's like, you get injured and then you think about it. So it's like, let me see how I can make sure athletes get to the optimal performance with less injuries. So. That's what got me into it. All right then, all right then. Uh, well, well. First of all, you you came from Missouri first, right? Yeah. But even before that, you not even from the states. No, I'm not. I'm from. So I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. So yeah, island boy. <laughs> okay. Well, tell me. Well, tell me. What am I? What am I missing out in Trinidad? Like I ain't never been there. So, uh, for most people who don't know, uh, we're the last island 
in the chain of islands, the archipelago. We're closer to Venezuela, so some might say South America, but we are actually a Caribbean nation. Um, growing up in the island, you know it's a lot different from here. It's a lot more slow pace. Everyone is, I would say, from my from my experience, friendlier. We're we're just a genuinely happier people. So, uh, if you want happiness, uh, I think it's the bonds. You know, it's the neighbor. Like in a neighborhood, everyone knows everyone. You would never go to a next door and not know who there is. Like all the youths growing up, we played on the streets, you know, every, and it's every generation. Like your aunts and uncles play together with your your neighbor or your, your, this is your uncle, but he's not related to you. So stuff like that, you know, and it's every generation goes through that same thing. Okay, cool. Dang, so then, so from there, you know, you, you know, you grew up and then after a while, well, of course you... You know, you got a scholarship. Yeah. Uh, so Missouri. Yeah. For track. So, uh, it was... Honestly, I would say it's a lucky break. So, I did track. Um, started late for most people. I started at, like, 13. Yeah, most people are already there since 7, 6. Because people take track sports at least seriously home track cricket soccer they take it seriously so i was like elite and my coach i had i was fortunate to have a good coach so i advanced past what i needed to so i was luckily to get experience win some meets and then took some time off this is where i get interested yeah took some time off so uh finished school wanted to go study geology yeah <laughs> of all things you know i thought like i was doing so good in, ge- in geography in school i was like mm, maybe i should stick to this you know it was sciences and geography so i wanted to do geology just because i always like outdoors seeing nature and stuff you know i thought it was my calling First semester in university? <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, it wasn't for me. So stopped that, then started working. Working and training weren't clashing together. So I had to make money. So, you know, stopped training. And then I was like, you know what? I really want to study med. I want to study sports. I want to study rehab stuff. So started back training coach said we are doing a three-year plan two years in start emailing schools just to prepare the process uh coach that saw me compete when i was younger he was like hey i'm at a university and we're taking in athletes would you be interested boom that was it right there so that was my lucky break yeah opportunity and i took it Did my four years, got my degree, got that paper. <laughs> yep. After that, you decided to come down to Tampa. 
Yep. So after looking at all these schools, you know, I really wanted one. I wanted to get out of the cold. Honestly speaking, kind of was tired of the cold. So I was like, let me look at warm other places, schools that would be good. Tampa, the school, the gym, the facilities they have, unbelievable, top notch. So I was like, yeah, this is my top choice. Email got through, got accepted. Every school I applied for actually got accepted. It was here, um, school in Missouri, another one in Florida, but on the other side, Nova University. Yeah, another good school. Yeah, I, I, it was a close call between them and Tampa. Yeah, and then a school out in Pennsylvania. I had an aunt out there, so I was like, I'll see how it goes, you know. Ah, uh, in some parts, so like our family in New York, Connecticut side, then Pennsylvania. Um, I think that's it. I have a few family members, Florida, but I'm not sure who they are. So, so you you here in this, you know, you here in the state of Florida. You you playing? Well, not playing, but you you going for your masters? Yeah. In Tampa. So you already accomplished a lot, um, and of course, you you still and you you also play the, the game of soccer as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Tampa, bro. Like, we're doing good this season, so I believe, you know, the team can go places. It's just, you need to win games. Yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> okay, but, uh, Hey man, if you if you would like, I, I'd like to get into some topics with you. Yeah, for sure, we can. Well, for the listeners, you know, this is my cups of clout recipient. So you know, of course, at Clout Cafe, we like to give people their cups of clout. They we like to give people their well, clout. It then cafe stands for uh, uh stands for my goodness. Uh, well, basically, it stands for the accolades. It stands for you know the uh it's accomplishments to everything you know equipped with that's what we that's what we do here so you know this is the cubs of clock recipient here today uh of course i had to talk to you about uh, a couple of things you know since you were track man yeah uh there's a there's a story that came out about um oh my goodness this let me see what i have here Okay, so the FBI had to arrest a former Northwestern track coach for allegedly tricking athletes into sending new pictures, right? New pictures, right? So a track coach. So, so is there like okay in the track world? I know there's a lot of women. Yeah. Is there any like? Is there any like discrepancies when like? I know you have a lot of women track star, a lot of women track athletes, mm-hmm. and then you got these track coaches. Yeah. Have you ever seen it like cross the line or have you ever seen anything out of the ordinary? Like Um, I've heard of like coaches, athletes, partnerships, but it's always oh, partnerships. Yeah, partnerships. 
at like the older stages as young athletes no i've never seen it cross the line and the thing is like we have both male and female coaches at least in trinidad so there's always a balance you know like you don't find male coaches going after female runners or female coaches going after male runners it's kind of equal it's balanced across all grounds yeah trying to say is like the, the the male track stars they don't really they don't they don't mess with that like the track the, the women track stars could like be like sisters or... yeah it's more like a brother sisterhood yeah if if we're talking like we go to a track meet and you see someone then yeah of course you'll talk but within terms of like the club or the team or like anything like that yeah it's more like a brother sisterhood thing you you never seen any any craziness in your lifetime of being a track star and yeah i've seen i've I've seen where uh, conflicts have been brought up yeah has arise just from i always tell people when you're on the same track team or you're in the same club do not do not date one another it never ends well if you're not like committed to that person and say you have an infidelity or you go outside you know that's where things get rough a bit about the story of former northwestern university track and field coach steve wave was arrested by the fbi on wednesday wave was charged with one count of cyber stalking cyber uh, yeah, I didn't even know that. One count of wire fraud after allegedly uh, being part of a scheme in which he would attempt to trick athletes into sending him new photos and nudes. Paying these athletes for these nudes. Damn. And it's a young coach, you see, and it makes it, it makes it look bad for us so say i want to go into the coaching they'll be like oh you're young what repertoire you have you know can i trust you after hearing a story like that like come straight out of college even though i've been on the collegiate circuit board you know why should i give you that job if these are the things you're bringing to the table yeah yeah that's crazy Ah, of course uh Something that was on Twitter that was going crazy was uh, there was a whole beef about Outkast being better than the Beatles. Ah, say about that. I mean, I mean, me personally, I I ain't gonna lie to you. I know Beatles are like OGs. OGs, they're like OGs. But the thing is, I never grew up in that era. Yeah, they're like the OGs of everything we know that comes after them you know and for me i only know one beatles song that's the one where they're like crossing the crosswalk yeah <laughs> that's the only beatles song i know so for me i mean i know the ogs though i give them that respect you give them yeah i give yeah i give them that respect accomplish yeah the grunts the barriers they have opened you know but outcast bro Outcast. I ain't gonna lie to you. I just seen a video of uh, Outcast at the Source Awards. And this was like years ago. 
And uh, me, personally, coming from the South, I'm from North Carolina. Yeah. South, that's... I mean, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta rep each other, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they was at the Source Awards, and they got booed from yeah. Wendy. They got booed. To mind you, against West Coast, Tupac against Biggie. And out of nowhere, the South Outcast wins the award. So like, they go up to the stage and and they got booed. and Andre 3000 with his country twain. Like, hey man, you know we, you know the South here to stay. Yeah. I mean, nah, but Outcasts are like pioneers. Yeah, pioneers. So you can't like never don't play Outcasts. But hey, I, I mean, I would never put them two together. But that's twelve. Nah, I'll never, yeah, it's two separate. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter always does things like that, you know? But, uh, of course, um, and another thing that came up was, uh, it's a court date set to have a statue of Marilyn Monroe. Like, I'm talking about, you see, maybe taller than that type statue for me. 10 foot Marilyn Monroe. Bro, we have so many other history <laughs> makers, at least for here in the States, that have learned about why Marilyn Monroe. Why? What's the big thing with her, honestly? Like, coming from another country, I, I've known the name, but I never knew what she did or anything like that. No disrespect to like her family and stuff like that. She was like the Kim Kardashian of her era. I'll give her that. Like she was more respectable. She was um, a singer, great singer. Serious. She was a heartthrob. Like you know, all the men wanted her. Yeah, I know all the men wanted her. Even knew a president, John F. Kennedy. Like, wow. Ooh, gets busy. She, she really pioneered and she really like put forth the, the you know, the woman. The woman movement, okay. Even though she, you know, probably, probably did her thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very well known. Okay. Um, yeah, they they're making a statue of us. Dude, I don't know if she. I mean, everyone is worthy of something, but a statue. I say give her a street name somewhere, you know. Story is this is from the Hollywood Reporter. A twenty-six foot, thirty thousand pound statue, inspired by that moment, Marilyn Monroe, and it's also created by John Seward and uh, Johnson the Second. It's now the subject of uh, here. It, well, basically, people are upset about it. And this is coming out of Palm Springs. I don't know if Palm Springs is that, but basically, like they're about to, It might be a possible lawsuit because, of course, there's probably people like you that feel like, yo, yo, why? Yeah, anything is like we have so many other things going on now. Thirty thousand on a Marilyn Monroe statue. No offense no to. Offense. Her supporters, her fans, yeah, not now. 
Yeah, I ain't trying to get no backlash. Yeah, no, none of that. I mean, you get anybody else that. Yeah, you can't give a lot of people. Uh, court justice. She was like a Supreme Court justice that just passed away. Yeah, she just passed. I think she does. I think she does. In the comments, please give me the name of that person. I, I can't. Yeah, please. Hey, man. I mean, I don't know, man. Teach his own. I don't know. People. Yeah, to each his own, you know, some people don't watch this splash. Yeah, 26. <laughs> All right. So, uh, of course, and then um, I have to ask you, are you a, a Game of Thrones type of dude? So, you know, like, <laughs> so I know it's, it was a show that was very popular. And I'm not the kind of guy to like get into popular shows. I let it boil down and then I'll watch it because I don't like the hype. I don't like to jump on the bandwagon. So I still haven't up to this day seen an episode. Yeah. Serious? Better than Power? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. Power is good. Power is good, but Game of Thrones? I, I gotta watch it. It's got everything you want. It's got the, it's got the, the action pack. It's got your, you know. I ain't gonna. The fantasy, the sci-fi, love, all of it. So I mean, I watched all eight seasons. I was disappointed the last season. Yeah, everyone said the last season wasn't good at all. But, hey man, uh. Like like the story says, Game of Thrones season eight gets a new HBO trailer. Fans going crazy. So uh, in celebrating the tenth anniversary of Game of Thrones, HBO will air all eight seasons starting April tenth to stir hype. HBO has re-released new season trailers, including one for season eight. The YouTube comments tell a worried tale of disappointed fans who were split over the show's ending. To channels, Ned Stark quote: "This is a." This is close, but it is some wounds never truly heal and bleed again at the slightest word. So, um, hey man, they might be dropping something new. Yeah, if everyone said it was bad, I think that they would. You really gotta go back and do this. You gotta go back and do it over. And to be honest with you, you didn't even follow the book. Like at one point, like they they ran out of materials. So they just straight made everything up. Ooh, yeah, that's never good. <laughs> never good. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm a fan, so I hope you, hope we can check it. Um, yeah, I'll hop on it. I'll hop on it. Of course. Uh, are you into like? Okay, I'm a, I'm a superhero nerd, right? Mm -hmm. Are you into like those shows like The Boys on Amazon? Oh. Of course, I've watched all the boys season, two seasons <laughs> and start back watching over again. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, you know when, when you got a Walmart, you need a Target, right? Need a Target, yep. So, <laughs> so what we got is, uh, of course, Amazon mm. has the boys. Yeah, they have it. Now with a superhero series, right? What is it called? To Jupiter's Legacy. Trailer is out right now. And um, 
of course, you know, you know, people are trying to hype it up, trying to say it's the next big thing, you know. And uh, hey, oh. I don't know. I'm gonna tune in. I'm gonna tune in. I'm gonna watch it. But the, if if it's the next big thing and it's bigger than the boys, that means it has to be good because the boys was good. It was really good. So. I gotta see this Jupiter legacy if it's really a legacy. Trailer reveals Netflix superpower answer to the boys. Streaming on Netflix May 7, a new show from the comic creator Mark Millar explores what it's like to be a Cape Crusaders kid. Right? Uh, and you know, of course, this is Netflix, and you know, I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I canceled my Netflix account because, you know, I got Hulu. Hulu, yeah, full works. Netflix, they're trying to bring you back. Yeah, we, we gotta see after episode one. Now, nah, probably three episodes in, that's when you get in. Right, and, but hey, man, the the uh, creator of this show, Mark Millar, is also the writer of The Kingsman. You seen see? The Kingsman? Serious, bro. That's one of my favorite movies, bro. That movie. Serious. All. Oh. Yeah. It it might it might pull through. Yeah. No no no. I'm intrigued. Tuned in for that, but uh, let me see what else. Yeah, of course, you know. Uh, oh, I definitely want to ask you about uh. I don't know. I know you. Hey, man. To my to my listeners, Akil Spears here. He's uh he's a he's he's rock solid. You know. <laughs> this is really for the ladies. Yeah. So, bro, I've never watched that episode. Never. But all I know is like the main character. He's not coming back for season two, and they're like cancel the show. No, every one of his supporters is like, if you if he's not coming back, then the show should be cancelled. Yeah, them girls are, bro, them girls are losing their. That's what I'm saying. I don't. They never put out any like real excuse or anything. They just said, yeah, thanks for your effort, and he won't be in season two. It's like, yeah. So I was like, I don't know him, but. They were like, yeah, I'm not even going to tune in anymore. I mean, I wish the listeners could see, but my, my man's <laughs> like tearing up. <laughs> tearing up. I don't know that much about the show, but I just know that he was the main character. Bro, he, like, the they, they said the way he acted, like, yeah, because if you look at him, like, this is coming from females too. He's not like any top looker or anything. Right. But the way he acts, bro, and his accent, it get the girls growing, bro. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you. Uh, it's a show I won't tune into, but I'm sorry, ladies, I guess. You got you to gotta deal with Netflix with that one. Well, I, I got to figure out why, why he's not coming back. But, um, yo, he was also in the headlines. Okay. So, I, even though he's not coming back to the show, uh, he was, I guess he was uh, talking to the Los Angeles Times and um, he was talking about his rejected TV roles yeah. and some of the reasons why he got rejected for his TV, TV roles was because of his race, right? 
So, um, basically, he uh, was trying to get on the sci-fi thriller Krypton. Okay. Superman, yeah. And I believe he was trying to get the, the, the role of Superman's either grandfather, mm-hmm. grandfather or his father, basically. And uh, I guess some of the creators of the show said that you can't have him. Can't have the... And of course, yeah. we've seen this before. I mean, you know, we heard about this whole story. But uh, basically an exec said that the role cannot be portrayed by a, a black actor. So, man, like, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I would have wanted to see him in a sci-fi, Krypton. Krypton stuff, something like that, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think like it's funny that these are still problems in the movie yeah. industry because you have so many black actors, bro. <laughs> so many across the board that has gone past mid history. You know, so it's like why is this still an issue? Oh, hey man, I don't know. I mean, hey, but honestly, hopefully, I mean, well. I'm glad things worked out with Bridgerton, like. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's known. That exec, you know, might have lost his job. That exec, yeah, that exec. Hey, man, I don't know, bro, but, you know, these were some of the uh, topics that I was, you know, cluttering my mind today, man. I'm so glad Mr. Uh, Kill Spears, I'm going to call him uh, Dr. Sebi Disciple, <laughs> came and joined me today, man. So, uh, yo, check out, uh, of course, this this uh, this podcast is on all platforms. Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You know, so, man, thank thank you. I'm going to say thank you to Akil for joining me today, man. It's a, ple- it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yo, but, you know, we're going to get into the uh, Cloud Cafe, you know, Cups of Cloud recipient. You know, we always play songs at the end of this show. So, I mean, oh, before I even end it, you know, this man, this man is my, you know, he's, he's, uh, of course he's tuned in with the, with the movement, with the hip hop movement, but you know, he comes from a, a different cloth. Cloth, yeah. Tell us about your music selection. Uh, so, my music selection is normally soca, dancehall, or reggae. Soca? Yeah, soca. It's, it's, it's like soca. Soca. Yeah. Okay. Our very rhythmic music. Once you hear it, just you feel like you have to move, like you have to get up and dance. That's the kind of music I come from. Reggae, it's more chill, Rastafarian vibes, you know. So, all right, man. So, just for you, man, I'm definitely gonna have to find some soca, you know, reggae music, to, you know, to put on the show. Boom, yeah. But yo, thank you, thank you so much for joining the show, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Stay tuned in. Stay tuned in for more content. And we out, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yo, but without further ado, man, we're going to go into the other Coastal Clock recipient get their CC today. It's going to Vice City. And this is his song called Mental. All abbreviations. M-E-N-T-A-L. Mental. Check them out. Get 
I remember I was broke, I don't know how it started I don't understand niggas being hella heartless When you niggas talking trash, but you not about it People do not give a fuck because they mind is yeah. it. Uh, I'ma give me a new belly, I'ma put it on me uh, I be making all this money, pussy niggas on me uh, My mind going up, down, and I know it's coming uh, I can't put the cup down, yeah. but it's up my tummy uh, Tell yeah. me if it's funny, uh, nigga be sipping a yak uh, Fucking that bitch from the back, uh, nigga like where are you at? Uh, give him a heart attack, uh, I'm not trailing back uh, You know that's a fact, uh, I'm not speaking cap uh, All these bitches are fake, loving me no way They might say that every day I feel like Kanye, ain't no Kim, that's all on me I'ma get the K, yeah Grabbing on the chopper, let it spray, yeah My brain sort up and you made this huh? With my mind working, think I'm in the matrix huh? If I shoot, then I will never fucking miss huh? Please don't throw a fit, never thought that it would come to this I remember I was broke, I don't know how I started I don't understand niggas being hella heartless When you niggas talking trash, but you not about it People do not give a fuck because they mind is yeah. it. Uh, I'ma give me a new belly, I'ma put it on me uh, I be making all this money, pussy niggas on me uh, My mind going up, down, and I know what's coming uh, I can't put the cup down, Percocet my tummy uh, Tell me if it's funny, huh? let your makeup on my bed I think my nose is runny huh? You were with me, I'm gon' put a baby in your tummy huh? If you fucking with me, then you know there's something wrong with your head Wrong with your head, I I been thinking about the things like your dad, I I been coming out, nigga taking meds, I I been waking up every single time, man I be crying cause you know that you're dying In the inside, niggas wanna act numb On the outside, niggas wanna act dumb Shoot them with the 45 if you ask them Just tell them that I'm back, I don't know how I started I don't understand niggas being hella heartless When you niggas talking trash, but you not about it People do not give a fuck because they mind is yeah. it. Uh, I'ma give me a new belly, I'ma put it on me uh, I be making all this money, pussy niggas on me uh, My mind going up, down, and I know what's coming uh, I can't put the cup down, Percocet my tummy uh, Tell me if it's funny, huh?